Hey everybody, and welcome to the premiere episode of the This Dummy Podcast, a podcast about dumb things, fun things, and another thing. Some of you out there may recognize This Dummy as an abandoned nonsense website entity, or perhaps as a sparsely attended voice on Twitter. Well, this is the podcast iteration of all those wilted dreams, and we're just going to see how it goes. Not going to make any grand statements, not going to make any promises, we're just going to see what happens. With any luck, we'll figure this out, build some momentum, and have a thing that nobody asked for that will endure into posterity. For those of you out there wondering if we actually need another podcast about bullshit and nonsense, let me just remind you that we live in a world where Raven Simone discusses current events on network television every day, and that means it's a free-for-all. I'm not going to make a habit out of doing these monologuing intros because they happen to be my least favorite part of all my favorite podcasts. I just wanted to take a moment to offer a proper introduction. I'll be your host, David Clark, along with my good friend, international tastemaker and Instagram lifestyle correspondent, Jacob Jeffries. And every week we'll meet here to discuss all manner of pop culture bullshit. This week, we tackle such topics as the mysteries of Rita Ora, the scourge of Neil Patrick Harris, and the return of Tyrannosaurus Banks. Does that sound dumb? Great, that's the point. Let's get started. To arrange myself here, I obviously we don't need any. We don't need any video, but we don't need any hair and makeup. We don't need any hair and makeup yet. I don't know much about Willow Smith, so you're going to have to take the lead on that. I don't know anything about her. I just was like, that's a weird thing that popped up. Right. It like popped up on one of those bands in town thing. And I was like, the Coliseum, Willow that's... Smith, for you know people who are uh, wondering. Like, I mean, don't you have to start playing smaller venues before the, I don't know. I guess not. If you're a Smith, you just jump right in. I mean, You start with a stadium tour. You put out. Hair was a hit. It was a hit. That's um, true. And I'm, I was into 21st Century Girl. I don't care. I was like, all right. That? I don't even remember that one. 21st century girl. She don't care. Whatever. You have to revisit it. I'm not going to sing it for you. YouTube it real I, quick. I remember Fireball. I don't remember yeah. Fireball. I remember Whip My Hair, the remix to Whip My Hair and 21st Century Girl. Well, I think you deserve to listen to some Fireball. I'm about to play it. All right. <laughs> You're real major, even though you are minor. I mean, I guess she has a full, um, you know, a full uh, repertoire. You know? Does she? She has three songs, from what I can tell. She put out that damn single. Jay-Z said she was the new young Michael Jackson. And then she was and like... Then she said, you know what? On second thought, I'd just rather count my dad's millions yeah she's like you know what i'm busy i'm gonna i'm gonna stop whipping my hair i'm gonna cut it off whipping my hair i've got a lot of traction issues with all these braids i think really the thing was jada pinkett was like you know what wicked wisdom can open for you on tour and she was like pump the brakes you know what mom i don't want to be part of this (laughs) shut it down like she basically 86 that entire idea especially when mom was like Okay, uh, let's get the band back, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to open for it. This is going to be great. She's like, I'm going to play the drums and the guitar in your band. Right, um, exactly. And, and then uh, she's and like, and you know what? I'm not going to do Annie either. I'm just going right. to sit right here and do On these On top of that. Interviews. Yeah, so, so much for your supplemental income. Good luck to her. Yeah, let's see what happens at the Coliseum. Let's she, see what happens. It just seems like how a... How much are tickets? How much are tickets? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even look. Well... 
I'm sure that I'm sure they're reasonable, right? They couldn't be like a hundred dollars for a ticket, or could they? I think that they could be. I am now nervous that they might be. Tour dates, concert. Let's see. Okay, at the Coliseum, right? Yeah. Buy tickets. Here we go. Buy tickets now. Eighty-nine to two fifty. You know what? Well, I mean, come on. Will will buy all the tickets and all of her friends will come. It'll be like my super. It's a you basically. This is her super sweet sixteen party. Probably. That's what it is. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Okay, yeah, I'm the, glad that we got that all settled. This there. isn't a real thing. But it's not really a real thing, or it's not like she's going to launch her or relaunch her singing career just by you know opening at the Coliseum. You know and what? There's no though? opening act. There's no, of course not. There's no opening act. But you know what? She's one, like, one more hit single away from just being back in heavy rotation. I think she could do that. I think that she could jump back in the game. All she needs is a single and then, a, like, a quick, you know, stop by Ellen just to be like, oh, where are they now sort of thing. And yeah. then she'll be there and everyone will buy the, the single probably. Yeah. I'll buy it. Uh, yeah, I will buy it on iTunes. Right. I, I will do that. I will do that. Yeah. So I guess I can't um, fault her or that family for their success. Really, I mean, you can't really fault her for for being a Smith child. They're they're creative people. So You're creative you, geniuses. They are. Well, yes. They <laughs> don't hesitate. They're, they're creative. Very creative. I would I I would just keep it at that. But All right. Okay. Yeah, there's something special about them. Those children. All right. Well, moving on. So can you tell yeah, me, I feel like if anyone can explain this to me, you can explain this to me. What okay. is the deal with Rita Ora? What is her purpose? What is her origin? What is her significance? Because I feel like I've been seeing a lot of her recently and I don't know what she does. Right. Rita Ora. Okay. So, all right, let's talk about Rita Ora. I mean, I guess she is, well, she's kind of an enigma in the pop game, right? Because it's like, well, well She's been hanging out with like all these other pop stars and she sung a hook or two on everyone else's like song, but she doesn't really have her own hit single. And no, I feel she like she doesn't. Or her she doesn't really have her own brand. She's like Beyonce adjacent. She's like Rihanna adjacent. She's sort of like the store brand version of a pop star. Right. Well, you know, I was trying to I was like, well, I was listening to some of her singles that she had recently put out and they're all very kind of like super vanilla-y and they're almost kind of like kind of 80s bops and i'm like well where like no one would play this like on the radio and no one would listen to it like i don't the only song i, I can remember from rita Ora is the one that she did with it was like a sing. it was like a, a it sounded like the first draft version of dark horse by katie perry what was it called uh, I feel like there was like an MF -er in the lyrics or something. It's like something about a party. Oh, oh yeah. This is how we do or something like that. Oh, That's the one I remember. Yeah. But all the rest of the stuff now, it sounds like it's not even like good enough for like a Zumba class. You know, it's like <laughs> it's more like the kind of music that would play like in the curves locker room. You know what I mean? Like sure. it's just like it's because it's kind of her music is kind of more for like a mature middle-aged woman like i feel like it's like pop light like, middle-aged woman are you is listening to rita aura i don't know but you know they come they sweat it out after zumba and they go into the locker room and they need like a bop to get you know get the black widow that's the song i was thinking do you but remember that's black widow song. 
that's it, Iggy Azalea. Yeah, yeah, she was featured on that. That is not her song, but I was like, she, that's oh, not wow. hers. That's not hers. But I guess that was her. If anything was going to get her to to make it, it was that right. That was her. That was her moment. But it seems like she still has more moments, or like she keeps coming out with more songs, and it doesn't stop. But they're not really necessarily hit worthy, you know. Yeah, nothing's catching on for her. It's just not happening. You, but you can't do like you, when you live in a like a. You can't do it when you live in a Rihanna and Beyonce world. That's it. Right, and that's that's really a note that all of these up and coming wannabe pop stars need to take is that you can't. You just you can't, can't have it. it. Nobody sees it for you in a Rihanna Beyonce world. Like you know, you need a hit. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I've never written a song, so I mean. In that regard, I have a lot of respect for these people. Like they, is she a songwriter? I don't know actually. Hmm. I thought she, but but, you know, I think that she's like a she's a very classically trained like soprano or something like that. So she's like, I mean, I think she's a a good singer. I won't take that away from her. Talented, but like she just can't. She is not coordinated to like catch a hit. You know what I mean? Like she's not getting any chances in in like you know the top 10 she's more like the top 70 yeah she's like the top 215 um rita aura i was hearing an interview with um diane warren that big time like hit maker songwriter i guess she wrote a song for her a couple years ago that was actually nominated for an academy award and she was complaining about rita aura because she was like she didn't want to even do a video for the single and it's like you have all of this attention and momentum and the prestige of getting an academy award maybe just do a video for some publicity maybe you should just shoot a video but you know what she was i remember this because she was really feeling herself because she was in 50 shades of gray she was like yeah, I think she's Christian Grey's sister or something ridiculous like that. In that right, movie. because Which, she is ambiguously I mean, ethnic. Don't about any kind of like ethnic or racial continuity, because I don't think that she looks like. I mean, she no, no, no. I, I but I think I, I know I never saw Fifty Shades of Grey, but I honestly think she was in the movie for like one minute, like she, one minute. But like yeah. then she's now she's a celebrated actress, you know, so she doesn't have time for a music video. Well, of course so, not. She's going for the acting awards, not the singing awards. Right. Yeah, she's like, call me when my best actress nomination in a small one-minute role comes out. Right. I'm not so, going to shoot any more of your music videos. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she also just released uh, a song with Chris Brown, which I don't know. Does that ever work for anyone now? And mm. in a post, you know, a no. post, you know, whatever, Rihanna Gate world. That yeah. doesn't really it's still falling out. Yeah. So. It, yeah, it doesn't work. But I, I hope feel she put like, her dukes up in the studio. I feel like there's like a thirsty diva's handbook that's out there, right? Mm-hmm. And if they can't get a hit, they're like, well, let's call Chris Brown. Chris Brown can write us something or Chris Brown can be featured on it. And, you know, they try that and then that never works either. Like, I feel like J-Lo has done that and Sierra has done that. Oh, and it, yeah never like i mean it never really works out it's true it's like call chris brown or call uh who's the other one pitbull and right. see what happens well, pitbull it, it, well, it worked once with j-lo but now that's like her formula you you won't hear a j-lo song without pitbull like 305ing and dalang 
Right. That's true. Right. Well, that's because J-Lo remembers the 90s. She was like, well, what's his, what's his face? Who's that rat-faced little uh, always on time? Oh, uh, Ja Rule. Ja Rule ain't around anymore. Pitbull's right. the new Ja Rule. Around. He's available. I mean, that's yeah, he's really... He's very available. I mean, she really should go back to the real, real basics that she really wants to, you know, reinvigorate the music career. Like, I like a Ja Rule J-Lo collabo. In 20, 2015, you like a, a Ja Rule J Rule? Why not? Why Reasons. not? Reasons. Like what? I don't know. It's a I little mean, anachronistic. Yeah, ja, ja has to live too. He's got bills. Why not? Why not help him out? Right. And his job down in the Quiznos isn't going to make ends meet. Right, right. And you know what? I mean, help Ashanti out too. Wait, did Ashanti do the back, backing? Vocals? No, no, no. Ashanti did the backup vocals for everybody back in the day. That, or was it Christina Milian though? I feel oh, like for J Lo, it was Christina Milian singing. J Lo out. Yeah. A lot of people. They should just, you know what? They should just form like a big mega group <laughs> called Thirsty called, Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> called I don't know what you call it. Called yeah, Thirsty. Called Throwback Thursday. Called the struggle is real. Yeah. yeah, throwback throwback Thursday. That would be nice. I would buy that album. Pound sign TBT. Let's let's make it really now. Yeah, for millennials. The kids. Yeah. I'm into mm. it. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't know what Rita Zora Rita Rita Zora. Rita Ora's deal is. <laughs> Rita Zora. She sounds what like a, a a villain on Power Rangers. Right. Well, it's kind of ironic that her, her name is Rita Ora, right? Because I mean, Aura, gold. I mean, that's not happening. It's like, not, no. Like, no. It's yeah. like Rita, no Aura. <laughs> right. At least her name wasn't Rita Platinum. Right, right. <laughs> that would be that would be a really be a cruel, cruel joke. Real irony. But, uh, so don't really know what's happening, Rita. But what's happening with your girl, Sierra? That's a Let's thing. please talk about what's happening with her. Where is she? Let's talk about it. I mean, I feel like this is, this segment should be called, like, uh, I don't know, divas in crisis or something. Or yeah. Well, I remember back in the day we would always talk about like how can we fix these careers for like Kelly Rowland, the Sierra. Sierra hasn't had a hit since she stopped working with Missy. She really hasn't. I mean, and this last one, Jackie. I mean, she's really milking Jackie for for anything she can get out of it. And I mean, she if- has to. Although she's decided, you know what? I'm not going to dance on this one. No dance tune. She says, I'm going to drag around a stool and a mic stand and I'm going to sing intimate, intimate ballads. Right. As much as possible. Like, I feel like maybe she, she must have read a story. I don't know where this, I don't think, I don't know if anyone's really checking, but maybe someone was criticizing the fact that she didn't sing live or something and she felt like she had to prove her vocal prowess by doing all these live ballads but it's not really helping her case yeah whoever was in her camp who was like you know what you just got to go out there and show them you can sing bring right. those vocals that was bad information yeah that was bad advice that for not good. Like, you you should fire that person that person should you be- what she needs to do is just go out there and hit those five six seven eights don't rush it like she did in that Janet Jackson tribute at the BET Awards. Right. But do your thing. Because right. no one out there is dancing. Rihanna nope. don't dance. Nope, she doesn't do for, that. No. no. Stay no in your lane. Dances. I mean, she's an amazing dancer. I mean, like, go with your, your, go with your strong suit. 
dance it out. Right. You know, pop it and lock it, twerk it, and just do it. I don't need yeah. like a, I don't need a ballad from Sierra. I don't. I never. No, no, no. Never ever. Did you see her? She was on the View last week on their nine eleven episode, and she yeah. sang a special tribute. Did you see this? I saw this, and I, I, I honestly like at that point I was like, okay, now this. This is it, really. I like you can't get any more thirsty than like it. She's well, number one, she's just trying to stay relevant. It's hard. I it's guess hard. so. And you have to find a reason to get yourself out there and to promote the album. So, what better way to do that than these like than to sing "Heal the World" by Michael Jackson on the View, right? Because wearing like, Michael Jackson's wig from "Remember the Time" or that. Oh, that that was more. That was not even remember the time. That was like during like the trials. That was, like, <laughs> that was. That was one of those. But, oh like, man, that was his litigation lace front. Is it? It was his litigation lace front, and it it was tugged a little bit close to to the. Well, anyway. <laughs> a um, little crowded. But the thing is, like, what's next? Because it just seems like she's out there. Number one, she's singing the national anthem at every sporting event possible. I feel like she's mm-hmm. at the US Open. Uh, <laughs> she was at the, like the, the I mean, the, the, the US Open. She was singing, I think that like the NASCAR races. I mean, yeah. she's everywhere. I mean, she what, doesn't I mean, need to be singing the national anthem anywhere. She doesn't need to be singing it in the shower. A song right. like that, it's oh, got yeah, like an was, octave and a half range. That's not for Ciara. Yeah, please, she can maybe sing "Happy Birthday" just somewhere. Put, put the hand on the like heart. Like a Dave and Buster's. Put the hand on the heart and like just let someone else, let a professional do that. Exactly. And I mean, it's like, well, what's next, right? It's like she sings "Heal the World" for nine eleven. Like she's gonna be doing like all like every like she's just gonna use every opportunity she can to sing a special like commemorative song, you know? Yeah. It's like you know she's gonna sing like goodies for like the National Diabetes Society or something, you know? Please, I wish she would. <laughs> I wish she would. You'd see a big spike in diabetes nationally. Right. Um, there's actually a new Vin Diesel movie coming out as well. Did you see this? Where um, she is singing in the trailer for it, and she's singing a cover of a Rolling Stones song. I'm um, not mad at it. I listened to it. It's not that bad. Yeah, painted black. It's not concerned. bad, but it's so. I was more so... concerned about the Vin Diesel, this the movie in general, because he's and a... his Aladdin little wig thing he's got going on there, that right. little top knot. So it's basically like The Witches meets. Like yeah, that Hansel and Gretel movie that Jeremy right. Renner did a couple years exactly. ago. It's some weird Van Helsing meets Narnia. And then like Jon Snow's Bay from uh, Game of Thrones is in there. And yeah. And then Elijah, it's just a whole big old mess. So I was nobody wins. Exactly when I was watching watching the trailer, I couldn't even really listen to it. But I mean, it sounded okay. I don't know. Maybe is that her next career move? Maybe movie movie. That's going to be her next album, an album of cover songs. It's going to be Heal the World. It's going to be Paint of Black by Rolling Stones. And it's going to be eight other tracks that nobody asked for. No one asked one original. for. It's all. going to be her, like, Mandy Moore record. That one where she came out with all those obscure cover songs. Right, yeah. And it was, like, her in a Talbot sweater set. What's she doing now? She just got divorced from that guy, Ryan Adams. And then he just released a, a cover of Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> That's right, he did. What's happening with the world? Why do you do that? I don't know. One album, one 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 nineteen eighty nine is enough. Yeah, well everyone's angling to be in her squad. 
everyone was trying to get everyone she wants dragged to mariska hargitay up on stage to accept her vma like yeah. everybody wants it everyone except rihanna she was like, no, absolutely not no thanks no not for me she okay. said no 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 f love f love yeah, yeah. she said yeah. f 1989 if 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 taylor <laughs> really wasn't oh. that. I mean, the thing is, but that honestly, I will admit to the fact that I do have a few Sierra albums in my rotation, and they're me all, too. There's some good. I'll give her up through, yes, good pop. I'll give her up through Fantasy Ride for singles. Yeah. Okay, but I also that last one Sierra had that overdose song on it, and I thought that. Oh was, yeah, that was a good one. So why that was a good I, one, and the one she had with Nikki, I'm out. Those were two good ones. Those were good ones. I mean, I guess maybe it's like an A and R problem, right? And they're just like, what? yeah. I don't know. We don't know what we're doing. Well, she switched li- labels over to Jive, and I really thought, okay, like that's a good label for pop artists. They should like Britney was on there, Insync was on there. I think um, they should know how to promote her and do something with her. But that didn't go anywhere. I think it's a marketing problem with her. <sighs> I guess, yeah, I, I guess so. But you think that, like, I mean, she's got to be in some sort of control. And doesn't she have an idea of what her fans want? Like, people want, like, fast, dancey bops from Sierra. We don't want Heal the World covers, you know? Right. I well, maybe she just doesn't know anything. I mean, she did have a baby by Future, named true. it Future, right. and got clowned. She's a bit now, so take All right. Celebrate going Jesus. down that road again, mm-hmm. but that whole Only relationship once. too just seems like a, a like a like a publicity grab. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's just really trying to keep it relevant as any way she can, any yeah. way she can, any way you want it. She yeah. can't. Next stop, Scientologist. So I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know she. I mean, she really should just do like, like lace front wig tutorials on YouTube. I mean, that's that's what she should do. Right. She because have, she's got a new one every time we see her. She really does. She's got that that talent down pat. Maybe she should do something like that. Do you think that people, like the moment, if we had to pinpoint a moment when people turned their backs on her, was when she came out with that Fantasy Ride album cover? And right. those thick old dookie struggle braids? She had the, the cornrows. Well, I don't even think it was that. I just thought the it was just so ugly. It was like supposed to be like a comic book style. It just didn't. Right. She was supposed to be a superhero. It didn't work out. Well, you know what really was the kiss of death for her? It it was working with Justin Timberlake post. You think so? I think that he kills every black female's uh, right. career. Black lives matter, Justin Timberlake. Right. Black pop careers matter. Yeah. He Not to him. To for that. Not, Not to, to him. him. Nope. What? What nipple? I didn't. <laughs> I mm-hmm. had nothing to do with that. No, I wasn't even there. Just fell off. Yep, that wasn't my hand. (laughs) I don't know who put that starburst on there. Yeah. So Beyonce better think twice. I hope she doesn't try to do any. Yeah. Collabos there because Beyonce's been wise to keep her distance. Yeah. Um, They have have done a song together, but that was before. That was like back. That was I think. Right. That was right on. um, Crazy and Dangerously in Love. Mm-hmm. It was like the first album. Right, right. And that was during his, like, the height of his sort of popularity. Like, right. you know, Nipplegate was like Pandora's pasty. <laughs> and all hell mm-hmm. So, yeah. 
Other cities better watch out. That's all I'm saying. Don't. Yeah. Don't 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 work with the Timberlake. Don't let your label push you into a, a collaboration with Justin Timberlake. Or because it'll be yeah. the last thing you do. Because yeah, you, you there's a little bit less of you, a little bit less of your yeah. career, and your pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, but your girl's back. Janet is back. She's back. Yeah, she She's back. is back, and I'm trying to get these tickets, but they are so expensive. Okay, so how much are they? Um, well, I don't know what the lowest thing is. I know she's doing a couple stops in LA. They just announced number one. She's going to be here in October, um, at the forum. I think she's going to be in LA again in February. And then she's going to be there in May. She's going to be at the Hollywood bowl in May. That's those tickets fun at the Hollywood bowl. That would be great because I saw her a few years ago and some wine and just black cat. Exactly. I hope that she just does Black Cat well, on on loop with like right. little snippets from Good Times interspersed. The well, the, the, scene, the scene where she gets burned by the iron. That's it. Right, because everyone no. needs to remind remember. Right, le- yeah. life lessons. I don't think she. Well, actually, I think that the the like the, in that because in that episode, right? Because wasn't like her mom like a yeah? Her mom was abusing her. Mm-hmm. But she'd like every other scene, like she'd like come and knock on the door and Florida would go up to the door. And like one day she'd have like a black eye. And then in the next scene, <laughs> like she'd have like, you know, a tooth. Like a broken thing. arm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd have like her arm in a sling. It, like, <laughs> she was in a wheelchair. Like, it got like progressively worse. Yeah. She was in a wheelchair. <laughs> and then the next time, like she was like in the ICU. But no, before that, there was like the, the iron, the iron scene where like the mom was like, don't you. Don't you talk to me like that? And then, like she, like you know, ran at her with the iron or something. I remember that. Yeah. As a kid. I was like, I'm so happy that I have good, sweet parents that don't abuse me. Yeah, that don't watch good times. They don't watch uh, good times. They don't give me <laughs> ideas. Oh, good times. Don't get any ideas. I actually went to see her a couple years ago at the Greek, and they did play that clip. It was like, and no, right after no, one of her did. tender ballads, no. they did. It was like right after again. No, they. And she didn't. didn't even have a costume change. It was just like a moment of silence while they played that clip. Well, Maybe I mean I don't know. You don't know how much tickets. Well, you said tickets are expensive, but there's tickets one- are expensive. They're up to like six hundred dollars, and I was looking thing, at the tickets. There's okay. one thing that those tickets aren't paying for, and that's costume changes. Because apparently, like from what everyone's saying, is that she's only wearing like one outfit. Yeah, that's the way she did it the last time too. Because you know what? They don't need a big production for her. No, she needs one good wig. I see she's got her like that's the way love goes wig back on. Yes. She it's dyed it black. Though it's a lot bigger and bolder. It's very, um, it's very vo- voluminous. It's yeah, it's it's verging on Diana Ross. Well, she's balancing out the extra weight with the hair. The bigger the hair, the smaller the waist. Yeah. So there smart you go. girl. And, you know, I think that, well, I've seen some clips from the show, and she's completely covered up. Like, yeah. to tell. And, in, like, those genie pants, well, hammer time. Right, she's got her, her hammer time pants on. But, like, the thing is, is, like, well, you know that she's married now, too. So. How's that going? Well, it's going really well, I think. When you marry a billionaire, I think it goes really, really well. I think every everyone's a winner in that situation. Okay. I hope so. I hope so. That's a good-looking billionaire, too. She did good. Yeah, she did really well. I mean, but I think that in order to marry him, she had to convert to Islam. So So she's got a tour in a burqa now? She's basically touring, yeah, in in completely covered up. We're not going to see an inch of skin. Hmm. None of that. 
none of that. Which she's is probably good. relieved. She's so relieved. I would be relieved too. I mean, it's like, but you know what? It's like when you're married, it's like, hey, who, what, who do you have to be sexy for? Right. For your you know, fans. Not for your That's fans. You to, not when you're a billionaire's wife. Yeah, I guess not. I would stroll out. I would stroll out. I wouldn't even do my, I would like stroll out in a robe, like, <laughs> and, like, like, you know, curlers and like cold cream on. You'd and basically pee. pull a Lauren Hill. Basically. <laughs> yeah. That's right. how you would do it. You'd say, I don't need this. Right. I might sing like one or two songs and then just stroll off stage. (laughs) You'd show a video. Right. I got groceries to go get. Bye. Yeah, exactly. My part-time job. This is just my little part-time job. Because that's basically, I mean, how much can she make from this tour, right? Like A lot. Well, I mean, in comparing her to other tour, bigger touring acts right now, what, like 20 million Uh. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you no, know no, what? no. She's going to make a lot of money. I know those <laughs> tickets have gone up to like 600 bucks. Some of those Hollywood Bowl tickets I saw like up front are like $1,500. $1, yeah. I'll see you at the YouTube theater at my house. Exactly. Front and center. Right there. Yeah. With the popcorn and everything. Homemade. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is, it's like, okay, she makes $20 million from this, but that's like a drop in the bucket. Like that's her probably her... Or like clothing allowance, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was like, fine, my love, go do yeah. your tour. Sure, I'll give you a tour. Here I'll you go. give you a tour. Have a tour. You this know. is a very offensive impression that you're doing. <laughs> is it really? I just that's how a billionaire talks to me. That's that's how that's right. It's not right. racial. It's, He's actually it's affluent from Detroit. I know that. So I know that for a fact. He <laughs> bailed out the auto industry. Right. Yeah. He. He rebuilt the auto industry. Um, That's right. So, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't buy, I don't know, $600 for a ticket. That's pretty sad. It's too much. I saw her for 80 bucks three or four years ago. Yeah. It was great. Um, this is too much. I love Janet, but I'm not showing up for triple-digit ticket prices. I'm not going to go for triple-digit, no-costume-change Janet. Right. I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious about the. Uh, her face looks a little different. That's all I'm gonna say about that. A little different. A little rested. It's well, like oh, she's like well rested, and sand blasted. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that forehead is moving anytime soon. No. Yeah. Hence the hair, probably. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So it's so tomorrow's is Emmys, right? The Emmys is tonight. Oh, it's tonight. The Emmys are in a couple hours. That's a yeah. Thing. Yeah, I guess so. Although, like, I'm not even really sure who's nominated. I think Taraji's nominated, right? For her oh, great. As Cookie. Cookie, Out, best outstanding cookie. It's a technical achievement award. <laughs> who's what, the technical best well, boom uh, operator? I mean, where do we begin with that? I don't know. Well, we can begin with Andy Samberg, Golden Globe winner Andy Samberg hosting. I mean, Lauren Michaels has his finger on, like, every show, on every network, and yeah, everything. He controls like, the television universe. He, he does. really does. But, um, I mean... You love Andy Samberg. I do love Andy Samberg. I, I know you do. And ever since that, like, single ladies Beyonce impression where he put on that onesie. <laughs> that, that, that little unitard? Yeah. That, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was that or... Well, you know, when, when he was first on SNL, I was like, wow. This is... He's got it. He's got it. But, I mean, you know. Banana Rama. He's got it. He's got it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, as a host of the Emmys, I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. I, I mean, who was the Emmy, Who was the host before? 
Seth Meyers before, Jimmy Fallon before that. Um, Ryan Seacrest did it one year. I mean, the the expectation is so low when you're the host of the Emmys because yeah, nobody... the bar is so low. So it's like I'm sure he'll get out there. He'll be a complete absolute fool, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I hope he does a good job. Although he won an Emmy, the did he win the Emmy for like best actor in a comedy last year? I think that he did. Uh, I'm like blocking it out because I don't like Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't think it's funny, but I think that he did. I know that he won Golden the Golden Globe for sure right. on that show. Won I think best comedy series, and that's right. when I was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm not paying attention to anything else that happens to this show. Can't do this. Viola Davis is probably nominated too. Oh, of course, Viola is nominated. She must right. be nominated. Everybody right. loves her. Everyone. Yeah, she's, How can you not love? Oh, she's up against Taraji, lead right. actress in a drama. Taraji for Empire, Claire Danes, Homeland, Viola for Murder, Tatiana Maslany, Orphan Black. I don't watch that. Elizabeth Moss, Mad Men, and Robin Wright, House of Cards. That's a good. good so, category. yeah, that should be interesting. I, mean, I don't think there's any way Taraji doesn't win, though. That show is such a juggernaut. You think she's just going to take it? I don't know. I yeah. think I'll give it to Elizabeth Moss because, like, Mad Men is ending and she's kind of like – I feel like she's won before and she's also doing that other show that was um, – was it on IFC, Top of the Lake? That was really weird. That was a weird show. I've never heard of that show. Oh, well, it was really – it was weird. It was, like, out in, like, the – Australian outback, I think, and there was a murder, and she was the detective. And anyway, I feel like there was like a sweat, like a, a sweat lodge, and like there was a lot of mystical stuff that was going on. Sounds fun. Check it out. It's on. Yeah, Netflix. I'm sure. I'm sure it's got actually, a high production value. Uh, I just read that Nicole Kidman is joining season two, so there's. I guess there's going to be another murder. Really? Nicole's probably the villain, so you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So catch up now is all I'm saying. Catch up. All right. I guess so. I'm in, I'm inclined to go wherever Nicole Kidman goes. I like her. Really? She's, like, she's so kooky and weird. I always just kind of want to watch her because, A, I think she's a good actress. And, B, I want to be like, what is her emotional state right now? Is she stable? Can I tell? Her, she's another one whose face doesn't move. Her face is frozen, too. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. I'm always hoping for, like, the old Nicole Kidman where she had, like, the big curly hair. Like, was yeah. that ever going to come back? I think she's had, like, four blowouts too many, and that curl pattern just it's never gone. Been. It's it never, erased. never going to be the same. It's probably, never. like, when she, like, lets it air dry, it looks like she didn't <laughs> duck her finger in, like, electrical <laughs> Yeah, it does. Never gonna, see, that's what happens. That's a word to the wise about curly head. Brazilian like, blowouts. Natural all the way. Yeah. Don't don't do, don't straighten it, or you'll lose never lose it, it or lose it. You'll never see it again. Yep. Yep. Once you go, once you go straight, that's your fate. I just I, I just came up with that. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I should I should be like the spokesperson for Team Natural. Once you go straight, that's your fate. <laughs> yes. Who would your super Emmy go to if you had to pick someone across all genres? Let's say. Not Neil Patrick Harris. Not I'm sure Neil that, Patrick anything. I'm sure if the damn category was back, they would give it to freaking him. I don't know why they would. They, well, I do know. I don't know why they would. But because they everybody would. loves him. Because everyone loves him. But I don't know why everyone loves him. Me is it just I don't me? Get it. No, it's me too. But Neil like, Patrick, when, enough already. Okay, so like 11 or 12 years ago, okay, Neil Patrick Harris 
was just like, you know, in his early 20s, post-Doogie, right? No one yeah. was really checking for him. He was doing magic tricks, right? Because like, that was his thing, right? He was like really into magic. Yeah, was, I think like, so. You know, his acting career, I think, had kind of stalled out. And he was kind of, you know, like a former child star. And then all of a sudden, he is like this like quadruple threat and like everyone loves him. How? How does that happen? I don't know. Well, he was cast in Harold and Kumar. Before that, he was a punchline. He was the Doogie Hauser punchline. And then right. he came back into this sort of like self-effacing role in Harold and Kumar. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, Doogie Hauser, Isn't he funny? Right. And it was back before like every single witty person in a movie was a smart-ass witty person. Right. And he sort of played that role. He was kind of like a uh, a jerk smart-ass. And- so the, felt, the fact that he was kind of like, you know... Uh, self-deprecating about his previous child star status kind of like made him like in on the joke i guess is that it is that all yeah. it took, though? It's i so guess so is that all it took it seems to be all it took for him because i don't know how long after that that he got how i met your mother but also he played that very on a cbs very traditional cbs sitcom he played a straight like a straight guy right who was kind of womanizing and funny and broy he dropped the bomb that he was gay right and then it was like gosh you know right and i don't know if that cognitive dissonance sort of made him very appealing to people for me i think it's really off-putting yeah i don't know and then like i mean everyone just kind of like celebrates him as this like amazing song and dance man and I think he was, like, in company for a little while. Was it on Broadway? He I don't was know. He a lot of Broadway. He was in Cabaret um, on Broadway. He's done a lot of Broadway shows. He's hosted the Tonys enough time to, to have right. a Lifetime Achievement Award. He's hosted every show enough he times. He's everything. He's done everything. And now he has this new show on NBC. Have you seen it? I've seen bits and pieces. I can't commit to it. Well, you know, I'm really upset about this because... Oh, tell me. I feel like this is taking my girl, Maya Rudolph's variety show. Right. Out of the running. I was really excited for that. Of a second episode, and that's not right. So uh, just based off of that, I refuse. I won't. All right. I think that is an honorable position to take. I'm going to start a hashtag movement. What's the hashtag going to be? Free Maya. (laughs) I want another episode. All right. People are going to think that you're trying to bring back the Mayan calendar. Probably, right. They're, they're, they're going to think I'm some sort of like Y2K crazy conspiracy theorist or something. Right, another crazy Twitter kook. I think half the problem with Maya's variety show, though, is that she didn't really... Like, she wanted to do it one time. I don't think she wanted to commit to a series. Well, she, didn't, she didn't marry a billionaire, but I think she married into a lifestyle where she's like, you know what? This is good for me. I don't really want to have to try too hard for anything. Because she right. pieced out of SNL, I think, a little early. Yeah. I guess she's kind of more like a family person now. But, you know, I, you know, I just love her. She's love so her. good. But I'd rather watch her variety show than his variety show any day of the week. Yeah, absolutely. That makes sense because she is hilarious and he is is smug and self-impressed. Right. He's really self-satisfied. So much. Uh, He had Reese Witherspoon on as like his guest announcer, the announcer of the show. Did you say that? Um, That's another one who's like trying to do career rehab, honestly. 
she is. The funny thing about Reese Witherspoon, though, is that she is like three steps behind Sandra Bullock. She's just pulling all of her moves from three yeah. years ago, thinking that they still work. Like that hot pursuit was kind of like Miss Congeniality esque. It yeah, it was um, the heat. The heat. Yeah, I did that. I gotta watch that one. It was the funny. Heat. It was good. Um, yeah, it's not really working. Like I think that like. And then I didn't she just come out with a movie where she saved a black guy? She went to like Probably. Africa and saved the day. This she, is Reese. Oh well, right. Or she was like. Ooh, she was a basketball coach or something. Like, <laughs> right. like following uh-huh. Sandra's footsteps. She's but, gonna um, be a space scientist next summer. I think that Reese is really trying to rehab her image a little bit because I think that when she, when she got busted by the popo, yeah, she, you know, pulled that. Do you know who I am? Business. That was I, great, by the way. That turned a lot of people off from her, and I think that it was like, oh, her true like crazy colors came out and I don't think she's recovered. Right. No, not even that like camping movie did it for her. Yeah. That dumb guy where she went on a walk. Right. Like join me for 90 minutes. Right. Walking's I hard walk through the woods and I almost get raped three times. Oh, was that okay? Yeah. That's serious. Yeah. But Laura Dern was in it. She's wonderful. Oh, well, you know, I really love Laura Dern and that's I love Lorna Dunes. Enlightened was so good. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good show. Everyone should watch that. Everybody should watch Enlightened. It was only on for two seasons. Good HBO commitment. Yeah, that's good. That was good. That was good series by HBO. Yeah. Um, but Reese Witherspoon, she produced Gone Girl. That was her movie. Oh, really? I, you know what? Sad see it. to say. I still haven't seen that. Just Don't speaking. spoil it. Don't spoil okay, it. I won't I spoil like, anything. You know what? But like, I think like that's like kind of like the... Like the the, the punchline to Gone Girl because every time like you talk about it with someone is like don't spoil it like no one's seen it and they always are yelling don't spoil it like go see it right like five years later don't spoil it don't spoil it yeah it's like oh I haven't seen Ghostbusters yet don't spoil it don't spoil it oh that's totally a character right yeah that person who's like never seen any movie like it's like oh, god don't spoil it it just has an infinitely long Netflix Netflix queue. Right, it just has it. Like, what it's in my queue. Like? I'm gonna see it. I haven't got around to it. Mm-hmm. But they keep watching like Funny Lady or something. <laughs> right? They keep watching what, Neil Patrick just, Harris on yeah, Best Night yeah, Ever. Yeah. Too distracted by watching Funny Lady all the time. <laughs> um, but uh, well, wow. I mean, well, you know, I guess that maybe she should try to continue with the producer route because, I mean. Being on Patrick Harris's variety show, I don't know if that's going to... Yeah, that was a weird move. Thing for that's kind of um, strange. But pr- producing, I think, would be an interesting interesting career development for her. Yeah. And then she can produce interesting things for her to be in. Like, because she was great in Election. Young Reese Witherspoon yeah. had really good movies. Do you remember Fear? Right. Young Reese Witherspoon was awesome. But lately, I don't know. I didn't see that one with Sofia Vergara, but it was a big clunker. Nobody did. No one, no one cared to watch that. No, I went to go see Paul Blart instead. But was was that more a problem with Reese, or was it Sophia, or was it? It was probably just everything. I think it was a problem with everything. I think it was a problem with redundancy. I think a lot of people recognize that this is a like a flagrant the heat ripoff. Right. Like, how dare you? Yeah. We've already been bamboozled into watching the heat. Although, no, I saw Rotten Tomatoes, and I feel like the heat got a really good. It rating. did, yeah, yeah, because people love Sandra Bullock. Oh, I take that back. I take that back. 
Yeah. Good for the heat. Bad for Hot Pursuit. Bad for Hot Pursuit. Um, But although the Hot Pursuit, and I can't remember how much money it made, but it might be like one of these Jennifer Aniston movies that comes out and like disappears very quickly. And we think, oh, what a flop. But it only costs like $5 million to make. Right. So they're like, we won. Yeah, we won. And she's a producer. So she made like $60 million off of it. But you know what? It's funny, though, because it's like, well, you know, I, I guess most of the times when you think about like movies, you think about like U.S. box offices. But a lot of times, like the crappiest movies that like do really shittily in the U.S. are huge hits like abroad. So maybe Hot Pursuit was like really, really big in Bangladesh and made back that five million dollars. You know maybe what I mean? so. Maybe so. But that's why they do those big budget like action movies that don't have a plot because those translate internationally. They do really well. I mean, like the Terminator didn't really do anything in the U.S. Right. But I think China, it was like it made like a hundred million, like in like you know, it's yeah. like opening you know opening weekend. So because Arnold Schwarzenegger is still a big worldwide movie star he's for some reason. A draw, and now he's now he's the host of The Apprentice, which is what. What do you think about that? Mm, I think it's dumb. No, I mean, I think it's actually genius. I mean, hello. They needed someone. I mean, he is like the the master of taglines. Like, he has like 8 million different sayings. So He's got, you're terminated. You're terminated. You won't be back. You Oh, you won't be back. True. Yeah. Uh, but I was just thinking you're terminated. Or it's yeah. like, it's not a tumor. How, the, how is that going to work on The Apprentice? That's not going to work unless it was like the like like the medical like medical like uh, season like huh. the doctors. Huh. Like it's like a Duma. you fire. I wish that they would bring back uh, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yes, well, as the host really of The Apprentice. I really want the Martha Stewart one to come back because, I mean, truth be told, sometimes I do YouTube the opening sequence from it because it was that so was good. The best. The Best the Eurythmics the, theme song. The Eurythmics were playing. I wanted to be on the. I wanted to just be on the Apprentice so I could be like you know in like the upfronts and like in the, the montage, yeah. yeah, and just like you know, so good. And like have that. Oh my god, so good, hmm. so good. Bethany would, was on that, you know. Who was? Bethany from Housewives of New York was oh, on. Really? I think that's how. Her reality career began actually. I thought she was on the regular apprentice. She was on Martha Stewart's apprentice. He was on Martha Stewart's apprentice. Like oh. decoupaging and like, <laughs> being like, you know, caramel corn and shit. Yeah. She's like, you guys, why don't we do the skinny girl wine? Right. And, and they were like, like, what a that's stupid dumb. idea. Stupidest Idiot. idea. What was what was Martha's like tagline? She um, was like, This is not a good fit. No, that's not Oh, it. it's not a good thing or something like that. Oh, it's not a good thing. Not a good. Yeah, it, this is not a good thing. She's like Probably. you're going to jail for insider trading. She, yeah, or yeah. she could have. Well, maybe Patty Labelle should actually be the new mm. host of this because she, this weekend, she can dismiss a girl. She knows how to dismiss a person. Yeah, and get them off her stage. Yeah. What happened? Uh, did you see that? I didn't see the video. I just saw the article. And I, in my head, I was like, I don't even need to see the video, but I'm definitely going to go back and rewatch it because Patti LaBelle is not playing with anybody. She's, She's not. my favorite. She's everybody's like older, tired aunt who is not going to be sassed. No, but you know what? She's everyone's older, tired aunt, but she's also like, she, she 
she's keeping up with everybody. Remember when she was on, um, she was on Dancing with the Stars last season. She was, yeah. Yeah, and she performed Lady Marmalade. Did you see this video? I she did. came out and she did the Moulin Rouge version and it was like her and Little Kim came out to perform it and I think maybe Pink, I forget who the other vocalist was no on it, way. but it was like three oh, or four no, of them I... came out as the new no. label. You need to go back and revisit it and she was just singing the shit out of everything. Right. And uh, Little oh, Kim did her little little munchkin rap verse. It was a nice little nostalgic moment. Yeah. I, you gotta love Patty, but she's really gotta calm down because I don't really think this this is not the first time that she's kicked some off of her stage for kind of being a little bit like, you know, fresh. I get like, they're just fresh. being fresh, a little too fresh. Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> like that person who all like, you know, she's like, I'm not like, you know, no sexual advances here. Don't, you know, don't twerk on my stage. So yeah, she kicked them off and she, yeah, she didn't, the, you know, the language that she used was not very Christian. I'll not Christian at all. Not Christian. Really is like. Okay, Which was really like the, I, that was like a really like weird moment of dissonance there. She's like, don't, I don't want to see your booty. And then she went off and used like the four, four little, four little words. Like, right. you know, she rebuked him with. In the name know, of Jesus Christ, expletive, expletive, right. expletive. Expletive, expletive, you know, asterisk, at sign, exclamation mark, you know. Yeah. And she took it up an octave. And blew him off the of stage. Course. And she threw her shoes off. <laughs> and, like, you know, flew around like a bird. <laughs> yeah, don't mess with Patty. Don't get fresh with Don't Aunt think about Patty. it. Don't you think about it. Don't even think about it. Because I feel like she's at the point now where, like, if someone just looks at her the wrong way, she's going right. uh, to. I feel like she was on. Oh, well, this brings us to our next point of um, discussion. She was on the Tyra Banks show once. There's another YouTube. Oh, boy. And she got really upset. But this time, Patty was in the right. Like, Patty's not going to de- like deal with your any any BS. How did Tyra offend Patty? No, Tyra didn't, luckily. Tyra was just fine. Okay. But I think, like, some cooking segment and some woman, like, was like, don't eat the, cook- don't eat the cupcake wrapper. And Patty was like, excuse me? <laughs> No, not to eat the, the paper wrapper. Oh, well, and I'm glad they, that's what she said. She's like, I'll eat whatever. Patty LaBelle eats whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you should definitely check that out. And then she choked her way out to commercial. <laughs> right. She's like, <laughs> well, I <laughs> thought that was edible. Or are you going to watch this new Tyra Banks show, The Fab no. Life? <sighs> only if she talks about her fear of dolphins. If and only if. <laughs> What if she puts on a bikini and tells you to kiss her naturally? Kiss her fat ass. ass. Yeah. Get her, kiss her fat ass. She jumps into a pool. Dolphin. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I mean, that'll probably be during, like, sweeps or something, right? Right. Well, just, you know, everyone's fear. Her dolphin. She's like, today on Fab Life, blackfish. She gets snatched by, by a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Tyra, Tyra's locked into SeaWorld or something, you know. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen it. I saw like a clip, I guess, like she, well, you know what? I feel like, but the the clips that I did see of the show, like when Tyra speaks, like everyone is quiet. I think that she's like an executive producer on the show. Of course she is. She's okay. in charge. She's yeah. in charge. She's handling it all. She knows. Tyra, that's one thing I have to give her credit for. Tyra Banks is not committing to any project where she is right. not going to be in charge and she doesn't have the biggest paycheck. If it's not a bankable production, like she's not going to be pass yeah yeah she's not gonna do it 
but uh, it just seems like everyone is like like just like sitting around the table and just listening to her and like no one wants to no one wants to up Tyra you know God well, they better not everyone wants to work especially that Chrissy Teigen I feel like she probably will be the the last one to get that message be like you know Tyra what? speaks I, you do not okay speak. so I watched like one clip and like Chrissy Teigen was talking was talking about her you know, her struggles to conceive a child with John Legend. And, you know, you know, this is kind of her, like, pouring her heart out to the audience. Like, and um, it was kind of like an emotional moment. And then it cuts to Tyra. And then Tyra starts talking about her struggles. Or she, she kind of just, like, goes off and it's like, you know, well, when I was 23, I was thinking about having kids. And I said, in four years, I'll have kids. And then when I was 27, and, like, she keeps going on and on. And then she starts, like, she just, like, bursts out into tears. It was, like, a Tyra one-upping of, like, Chrissy Teigen's sort of, like, you know, honest moment. So right. I don't know. I don't know. I think there may be some trouble in the water there. I just feel like it's always going to be, like, a Tyra. Like, she's going to be, like, that Kristen Wiig character. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> right. What was her name? <laughs> Stephanie or whatever it was so she tried to one-up everyone all the time yeah so i feel like that fab life show is just going to be like tyra one-upping everybody with all their struggles you know yeah tyra can't help herself yeah yeah tyra and she can't she's got it she's just being tyra y'all yeah just tyra just same old tyra right um and but and and honestly how many more coffee table shows can we have i I mean like round table coffee round table shows can we have I mean, the view is struggling. Who watches the talk? Who cares about the real, the chew, yeah. the snatch, the whatever? All of right. these shows. Yeah, I really, I yeah, I think that it's time to kind of put that, um, put that format to bed. Let's just, for everybody's sake, just leave it alone. And also, the Meredith Vieira show just switched to a panel format. No. I believe. Yeah, I just saw that. Okay, so just okay again, that. like this is another like uh sos kind of move like for pop singers it's like you know get Nicki minaj to rap on the track or like or it's like for struggling talk shows it's like get a panel on there and then i feel like the same thing happened with nate burkis mm-hmm. um there's like a rotating um crew of people on rachel ray i'm like is this your show anymore lady like who are these people like there's like eight million different people on that show and now you're telling me meredith Vieira has gone the same route I mean, it's it's only just like inevitable cancellation, right? Like, right. She's in Katie Couric territory. Yeah, that's not good. Next stop, Yahoo. I mean, because the thing is, like, well, you're too boring to be by yourself. So we're gonna like throw in all these people and see if this sticks. But it's like that's so lame. It's boring. Yeah. If I don't want to see you, I don't want to see a panel of like D-list people talking about i don't want to see you i don't want to see you talking to anybody i don't want to see you discussing things i don't want to get out of here yeah so yeah i think that's a sign of you know cancellation basically and as well it should be yeah yeah stop wasting your times stop wasting my daytime stop wasting my valuable daytime hours well that's daytime do we care about late night we care did you see that vanity fair cover oh right where all the late night hosts well, I mean, it is kind of like an old boys club. I don't know. Do people? Yeah, it would be great to have women in late night. 
I, I would I'm be great. Chelsea Handler's show is going to be on Netflix. That'll be interesting. She's having her talk show. I don't know if it'll be daily, but she's going to have a, a Netflix talk show. And I'm right. sure, because Netflix seems like they throw a ton of money at everything. So she's probably going to be paid. Yeah. It'll be interesting okay. to see how that plays out digitally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, like, it would be great to have more diversity on late night TV. But I don't know. I'm not, like, ringing the alarm for it. And, I mean, the thing is, it's late night. I'm going to fall asleep at 1130, 12 o'clock anyway. So it's not right. like I'm really who's like really who really cares about representation when you're like on the verge of passing out and going to bed i don't i don't exactly i mean these shows like they're designed to put you to sleep that's that's like right. supposed to be the last thing you see right at the end of the day but this vanity fair cover i guess had a lot of people up in arms because they were like there are no black people or we had to look extra hard to see black people but it's like there are two black people featured in late night comedy yeah. central is a hundred percent black right now well you know which what, i my, think it's a big deal my favorite um like late night talk show right now is the eric andre show oh yeah well he didn't make the cover he didn't make the cover that's bullshit <laughs> yeah that's a flagrant omission that was like someone a letter to the editor is in order yeah are, are they still doing new episodes of the Eric Andre show? I haven't seen that in a long know. time. I, it's really, I, I just watched an episode a couple days ago, and it's just so crazy. And it's I think it's got even crazier. Yeah. Um, And Hannibal Burris is on there. And mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I think it's just what you need. If you're up that late anyway, it's just the kind of like crazy content that you need to kind of look at to just kind of space out and go to bed. I don't know, yeah, because I feel like if you're up at that late of an hour on a weeknight, then you are sort of like loopy and out of not in your right mind already. Why don't you just turn on something crazy? Exactly. Exactly. Or, I mean, I either want to see something completely crazy or something really, really boring that'll put me to sleep. Like, why don't we have like really boring shows to just knock people out? Like, there should probably be like a network just dedicated to like boring programming that makes you go to bed. C-SPAN. <laughs> is that what C-SPAN is for? I guess so. It's a sedative. But yeah, not not really. I mean, I'm all for, you know, mixing it up and having, you know, new and different faces and different types of comedians in the mix. Um, this is the point where I, I say, put my Rudolph on late night, but we've already. Give her a talk show. <laughs> yes. So, give her yeah. a talk show. Or give um, her a sitcom about hosting a talk show that's not up all night that's not focused on christina aguilera yeah. and her yeah. baby or christina I, applegate and that baby this is i have faith that this is not the end of my rudolph's television uh journey so i'll just leave it at that oh, do you know something that we don't uh, i i guess so yeah yeah I, you know I, i'm kind of in the know Okay. All right. Well, yeah. I think that maybe that's a good good point to leave off on. We'll yeah. leave us suspended until next time. I'd, Bated yeah. breath for the next well, Maya Rudolph just project. Just to be continued. Leave TBD. them more. Yeah. Just like Maya did. Exactly. With that one episode of that show. Yeah. I guess so. Neil Patrick Harris stole her idea. Right. He's got to steal everything. He well, put his baby in cornrows. I'm still mad about that. No, he didn't. Isn't yes, he did. And he went on Wendy Williams and talked about it. Oh. He's like, me and my husband, we live in Harlem between two braid shops. So we let our little girl get cornrows. And Wendy tried to give him some good advice and oh. said, you know what? Mind her edges and her kitchen. And oh. he said, yes. And he said, she's too young to talk about edges and kitchens. 
We just want her to be a little girl. Oh, okay. So he. So you can chew on that. Oh, okay. I, that's that's that's. You're just leaving me with that. But I mean, yeah. We, yeah. Well, you know what we didn't talk about though, which is something that's What's really that? important though. Before before we say goodnight, um, Wendy Wood. This whole synthetic marijuana <laughs> thing. Oh boy, yes. Tell me. Okay, so Wendy, I think it was like her opening show for the new season. And yeah. she really candid and basically her tearful return to television. Tearful return. Everyone has to have a tearful return or like a tearful moment to open up the show. But um I guess that her I don't know, thirteen, fourteen year old son, she mm-hmm. busted him smoking uh this like synthetic marijuana, which is like I don't know, it's marketed as like potpourri or something but according to wendy he got turned out yeah she said he was exposed to the synthetic marijuana by a loved one right he was exposed what does that mean i don't know it sounds really creepy and weird and by a loved one i'm like who is like who's this love like what she did it um or uh, maybe it was like her mom like her sweet how funny yeah like you want to Try some of this potpourri. Oh my! It's wacky potpourri. Right. Yeah, it's like oh, it's like a Glade plug-in. <laughs> anyway, so I guess that he was like addicted to this. I, I can you get addicted to this stuff? I don't know. I, I don't seen, know. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff on YouTube with people going like completely Walking Dead zombie after like smoking whatever whatever is in like the potpourri pack. But anyway, I, apparently her son got addicted to this and she flew him out of the country for holistic treatment therapies. What does yeah. that mean? What does that mean? Where what country did they go to right. out of the country, first of all? Because she she was on tour all summer doing right. her like twenty two city comedy tour on her bus or whatever. Yeah. So where out of the country did they go for this holistic treatment that turned the whole family super vegan? So now they're vegan now because they're trying to get the synthetic devil out of his system still, or? I guess so. Okay. Well. That's what she says. Yeah. And uh, for me, I feel like this is like the paranoid overreaction of, a, of an addict herself. Yeah. Because she got her public struggles with crack cocaine. So as soon as she saw her son doing anything remotely, like, it's an e-cigarette. Right. It's just a vapor mist. Right. Well, she was like, mm right. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I, it's like it's a clove, you know. We're going to a clinic in Vienna. Right, exactly. And we're going to give you, like, blood transfusions or, you know. Yeah. Wow. So weird. But I love that, like, on our first episode back, she gives us this dramatic personal revelation. Right. And then she's like, also, I fell off stage on TMZ. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, the same breath. Gotta love her. Gotta love yeah, her. She's all over the place. For real. Uh, well, I think that's a great note to end it because, yeah. you know, it's a nice happy ending and we, we like those here. Yeah, that's right. You know, the more you know. The more you know, shooting star. Yeah, shooting star, rainbow, out of the butt. Well, that was our first show, you guys. Thanks for making it all the way to the end. Be sure to check back next week to see if these two dummies can actually commit to anything. If there's anything you want us to talk about, be sure to let us know. You can hit us up on Twitter at ThisDummyTweets. That's on the internet. All right. Thanks a lot.